Beep boop beep beep boop. Exactly. Beep boop beep 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 boop boop. Guys, welcome to Boom in the Night. This is your now weekly cod pot cod pot. Damn it, words. Podcast. Let's go. This is a train wreck already, but I love it. Welcome to Bitten, everybody. Your weekly podcast with Boom Live and myself, Nighttide. This week, we are going to be giving you some updates on all the fun stuff and things because this is episode 38 for all that's you keeping the, track. Dude, that's third. And, and, and that's not counting the stuff we did before this no. and things like that. 38 of Boom in the Night. I know. So we've already, we've already almost been, we've been bitten for almost a year now. That's, that's bonkers. Has to it me, been man. almost a year now? Yeah, right? Like that. Oh. Yeah. That's. It's nice though. I'm, I dig. It is. Yeah. Like I, it, it feels right. It feels right. This is this is the iteration that feels the right. We had we had all the and old trust stuff. Me, there's been a few. There has been a few, but we're good now. So, all that being said, guys uh, and gals and whoever's listening, you know, other animals, creatures from outer space, we we have some updates. We make no judgments. <laughs> we make no judgments. You know, I mean, hey, if if Galaxy Quest can pick up some old TV shows and create an entire fanfic around it we can do this um but anyway so hope you guys are having a fantastic day thank you again for listening to the show and uh we got some updates for you some awesome fun stuff and things mainly so like you know i make like that like this joke like it's an old style news thing but the thing is like no one's like hardly no one's going to get that joke now Right. If there's anyone like younger than 25, they're going to be like, why is he even doing that? Well, the funny thing, the funny thing for me about that is I was, I was listening, uh, listening or reading an article or something. I think yeah. Probably reading an article, but it was about just like random things that we do that don't make sense. Like why yeah. is there a camera shutter noise whenever you take a picture on your phone? There is no shutter. <laughs> like it's a, this, right. we ha there haven't been shutters that make noise in like years. Yeah. Oh when, yeah, dude. When was the last time you took you even like the new DSLRs? Like, when was the last time you took a picture? It's like, this doesn't happen. But we I mean, still do it. Like, it's funny. Yeah, that's like kids now. Like, they'll never know a phone that has a cord on it. Right. And that yeah, that that's just. I Unless mean, to be to fair, I also house. haven't known one for the last fifteen years. It's been a while, but still, it's what's yeah, a home it's, phone? It's, don't doesn't, doesn't right? everybody just has their own? Why do we need one for our yeah, house? Exactly, a landline. What I know, like, it's weird. But anyway, so updates, updates, fam. We you have to understand something. We we are both sleep deprived currently, a little bit, <laughs> and 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 doing this. But the cool thing about this is. <clears throat> Bitten in and of itself, guys, is all about, you know, the the fun interactions that Boom and I have together, first and foremost, and then talking Always. about nerd culture and all things gaming and streaming second. But we are excited because something something really cool has happened and has launched within the past week. And that is Retrofizz. If you guys Yay. are watching this on Retrofizz right now, which you can find at Mixer.com slash Retrofizz. Then you'll oh, see yes. that this is a Retrofizz original production now. Ooh. So, Boom, do you want to talk a little bit about what Retrofizz is for everybody that's like, what the hell? The hell? Absolutely. So, Retrofizz is a production company I have started 
uh, with a few others. And our goal in mind is to bring you 24-7 entertainment in relation to gaming and nerd culture. So we're going to be doing all sorts of shows. That's why these podcasts are being filmed now. That's mm -hmm. why, you know, there's going to be reviews and all sorts of other things. So we want to bring you all the nerdy goodness in one in one nice confined package because we uh, with retro fizz. So, yeah, because we're giant nerds and we're nerds, you know, we or we, we, we want to bring that entertainment to you guys uh, in a different format and in a constant format because we ha we know we have fans around the clock and you know some of you may not be able to visit the stream like i he streams late at night i stream like during the day and you uh, may not so, live in the u.s yeah you may not live in the u.s <laughs> like th like the crazy thing is like not to like prolong this too much it, like i changed my schedule and i shifted my schedule back like through like three hours mm -hmm. and i literally went from being a 90 percent uh usa view channel to like usa's now 70 percent with like the uk being like 15 percent yeah before like, where like wow. uk was like four percent so like just that just like a, a few hour shift like can actually reach just that many more people it's crazy and right? you know retrofiz is kind of the same thing to where it's just like it's 24 7 and we very much seen like during the middle of the night like like viewership kind of grows a little bit so mm -hmm. far and uh you know that's a lot of people looking for something like what we're doing just hanging out. So make sure you visit retrofizz.tv, bigster.com forward slash retrofizz, twitch.tv forward slash retrofizz TV. Oh. And YouTube just search retrofizz. <laughs> Get it. All the it's places a branded all account. The stuff. It is. It's all branded. So yes. So that's partly why we're doing this stuff now. So again, we Absolutely. we have this new fancy looking wonderful thing here that you can see us in. And uh, if you guys are listening to us traditionally new podcast space. only. You can again catch us yes. on Saturdays at some point on Retrofiz, uh, mixer.com slash Retrofiz. So do yeah, the fun absolutely. things. Now, that's one update. The second update is that because of Retrofiz, because we're now producing content, uh, content. often, content. I often, feel like we need a content button every time one of us says it, like, you know, just ding. all of a sudden you just hear, like, you know, it's like some like ethereal, effeminate voice content. I, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I have a button for that. We need one. I, I, I think we need a content button. I, the only thing I, the only thing I could think of right now is content. That'll work as well. It's nice. Yeah. The it's James, nice. the, the overreaching James Earl Jones voice will also work. This content. is retro fizz. This is retro fizz. I like it. It works. <laughs> It, we we can make this work but anyway so because we're generating content right or content. that too we yeah we all, are, all of it all, all of, of it. those we are uh we're doing this weekly again so we we yes. had originally been trying to stagger the amount of podcasts that we're creating um just because we didn't want to exhaust subjects right like, traditionally yeah. our show has been so much about kind of things that are happening in, in kind of mm -hmm. real time, but also giving you a lot of, of stream introspectives, you know, like all those, those yeah. things. And those don't happen all that often. And we don't want to constantly be recycling content and just mm -hmm. talking about the same things the over, same thing and over, over and over and over and over. Which, Which I mean, I think like, you know, what, what he's saying too is like, if it's like very much in the moment and very, very important, of course, like we might even have yeah. a special show covering it. Yep. Uh, but it's very much one of those things that like, I, I think 
we want far reaching content as well. So it's, it's one of those things that we are taking the shows and instead of being like this week in the news, right. um, we're very much going to have like segmented kind of shows. Uh, I put these in the discord as well. That way you guys could just always reach back and be like, Oh, what week is it? And then, um, you know, pull out of that drawer, knowing what you're going to get that week. Uh, <clears throat> so do you want to run through what, what the, the segmented content is? Yes. So we, we, in terms of segments, we're actually doing it weekly, right? So we, we're, we're yeah. trying to do these weekly, but have them be a little bit more compressed. So between yes. 30 to 45 minutes on a regular basis with the end of month AMA, which is still a thing, uh, yes. maybe being longer, depending on how much stuff you guys have and what we decide to do with that. <laughs> now, um, basically what we do is the beginning of the month, we had done this before and we're bringing it back because we actually liked it is, is talking about games at the beginning of the month and, and just what games are coming out, what games yep. we're interested in, uh, what we want to play. Yeah. What, what we, we want to play. We're, it's not just going to be like, Hey, here's a list of all the stuff coming out. It's like, <laughs> right. if we don't give a crap about it, we're not talking about it. Exactly. Yeah. We're, we're certainly not going to talk about if we don't give a crap. Um, but just, you know, going in more in depth on, on that kind of fun stuff. So that's going to be the center yeah. is just new games coming out. What we think is going to be good, kind of making some predictions and having some fun with it. Uh, the second week of the month, we're, we're hoping to be able to have some kind of a guest and, and yes. potentially a streamer or developer or something, somebody we want to have a guest and just plan. have, have fun interacting with guests on a more regular basis. Yes. So there's that. Then there's week three, which Bring is technically this week where we look back because hopefully our kind of pick of the month game will have come out already since this is fairly yeah. late in the month and we can talk about it more in depth, which we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about the division two, uh, in, in some details in what we think and, and how we've been enjoying it and all that fun stuff. And then the last week of the month is the AMA. Now, one of the cool things again about, all things retrofizz is we've consolidated a lot of stuff, including the bit in Discord. So the Boom of the Night Discord is now going to be moving its its kind of presence to the retrofizz community Discord, which should hopefully give everybody a more centralized place to to interact with all the content of retrofizz, but also to make sure that you guys have a, a nice solid dedicated bitten room in that Discord to post questions and themes and topics you want us to talk about, uh, and also questions for the AMA. So please make sure you do that. And I think that's pretty much all the update stuff. Yeah. I, I, I think we nailed it on the head for the content. Content. Yeah, that stuff. So <laughs> I know I have, I have too much fun with this stuff. In fact, we have so much content. There's content in space, right? I know. So we, we now are going to then move on to a word from our sponsor. Just kidding. We don't have one yet, but if we did, we'd put it like right there. This is where we would talk about you. We, we would, if we could talk about yeah. your sponsor people, we should totally yeah. actually get that taken care of on anchor. We've been slacking yeah. on that. We, we, we should. We should probably do that. Definitely should. I mean, we can literally just like read it and just be done and be done with it. I know it's a, it's a beautiful just... thing. All right. Anyway, so since there is no sponsor, we're moving <clears throat> on to our talk about the division two. So the division two is both uh, boom and myself's pick of the month. And yes, and really By a lot. <laughs> there, there's, there's a lot of stuff. I mean, to be fair, 
To be fair. To be fair. <laughs> there's there's a game that just came out, Sekiro, that has been kind of really hot button on my radar that I'm super excited oh, to play, but I haven't so played it good. yet. Dude, I, I was up yet. till that's one reason I'm so tired right now is I was up till 4 a.m. playing Sekiro. You just trying to get better. And and, and I beat the ogre finally. Like oh, that did dude you? Can, that dude can s all the d's. Um, get, did you record it for boss battle? Uh, I I have it clipped on uh uh what you call it. I was I was so intent on beating that dude that I was just like you know what, it's like I'm just I'm just I'm just going in man I'm just going, going in hard in the paint. All right, so right. anyway, so Sekiro's Sekiro is like one of mine that's super excited about, but it's not. It just came out, so we don't really probably, have a lot of time to talk about it. Probably be next, or so they'll probably be next month. <laughs> we we can talk about that in a future cast. We might even yes. talk about it a little bit on the first week in the game podcast since it was late. We'll talk about all the things. Oh, but, that works. Yeah. But the Division Two yeah, came out earlier this month, and my goodness. If that hasn't kind of taken all the things by storm right now, I mean that that's literally been probably the main. I've probably put more hours into that game, it, like since it came out, than probably almost about anything else that's not Fortnite since launch. Yeah. Like you know, I played I played Anthem a fair amount, but like Division, I've actually just done like a full deep dive, like you know, four to five hours a day trying mm -hmm. to get this, you know, grind out levels and you know, actually work towards like getting to, to max level. And, but the crazy thing is I hadn't even done dark zone yet. So I, I've been splitting my time a little bit more equally between Anthem mm -hmm. and the division because I'm really digging Anthem and both of these games are going to be mainstays on my channel, but the division, yeah. like I really, the thing I love the most about the division is the world. I love the, yes. the world and the lore. So for those of you that are, that are unfamiliar with the division as a series, essentially what the game is about is a you are a sleeper agent who is yes. essentially like super awesome badass that yeah. gets called upon to kind of blend into the society but whenever you're called upon these division agents activate you, you, and go in and, and take you're care the, of the last things. lines of defense last right. line of defense like you are you are like when the crap really 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 hits the fan you were called in yeah, like, oh, the military can't do anything about it. Oh, let's call the division agents. We who are they? Oh, they're the guys that really should scare everyone. So that's us. We're we're division agents. And yes. uh in the first game, there was a an event on Black Friday um where someone basically engineered a virus and attached it to money on Black Friday. And it's jokes called, on you. I don't have any of that. I know, right? No money, no problems. <laughs> Jokes on you. I use a credit card, swipe on everything, uh, or my debit card. No, no cash in hand. But yeah, basically, what happened though is that launched an epidemic, and and because of the transactions, like the money has made it across the United States, and seven seven months later is where we now find ourselves in the division two. And as you can imagine, an epidemic of that proportion that people are not ready for, that no one understands, right? It's really devastating to New York City, which is where the first game took place. Uh, and we come, we came to find out that it was actually a rogue division agent, division agent that took this virus and engineered this whole thing for, you know, a whole world domination kind of plot. Yeah. Um, so now we find ourselves in Washington, DC, in the division two, world domination. always back to world domination. So we find ourselves in DC in the division two and essentially trying to pick up the pieces of what has happened again now, seven months later in DC. Yeah. And thus far in the game, I'm, 
not trying to spoil anything, but just give you context, right? So DCs, the whole reason DC is important is because they were manufacturing um, an antivirus in DC that was yes. meant to be kind of a backup because this was apparently some kind of government thing that they're working on that then got exposed and weaponized. Uh, it was not just something, you know, he did in his basement. And, yeah. <laughs> and so DCs were finding really? out is this, this hub where we potentially have an antidote, but that other people are now taking the antidote and trying to weaponize the antidote. So yeah. issues were really hit the fan. And now we're it's, trying it's to clean not up good. DC. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a bad situation. It is. It's a sad, sad situation. But the cool thing is, is that they have improved on so many systems and expanded oh God, the systems from division one, division two. Well, my thing is it's, it's, they've expanded the systems, but the first thing I will say without a doubt is that if you look at division two and like what you can do, I, I, you cannot convince me that this is actually in a, in, and I mean this in actually a good way, not in like a, a, a jerk way. So many mm -hmm. other people try to play it off. I, this to me is actually division 1.5 in the sense that I swear that this is what division was going to be. But I have no doubt now that like, because like er, every piece that's in division two w was kind of in division one. It just wasn't fleshed out. Right. So like including like getting the food and the water bottles and, and, and things like that, finding water, like, and you would find stuff like that in division one, mm -hmm. but like it would have no meaning. Like you couldn't do anything with it. You just right. found random stuff. Right. Um, and so like, I truly believe that like, they were going to have all this stuff in division one, but there was just no more time, uh, well, to finish the game because business is unfair and kind of stupid a lot of the times. And companies would rather fin like send out a completely unfinished product that's still going to make them a lot of money for a specific quarter in business, as opposed to, you know, give them time to actually finish what the developers actually need to do. So I, I truly believe that this was all supposed to be in division one. Mm -hmm. And that's why I think they were able to turn around and actually like make this game so fast because this was what the game was supposed to be. Yeah. I, I think in again, to be fair again, I think that a lot of these games where when you're coming out with an initial IP, right? Like yeah. you're, you're trying to, to play the business angle from a different angle. Businesses sure. are also trying to justify a new IP and see if there's a market oh, for absolutely. it. So instead of, you know, Hey, what are the things we're going to put everything under the sun? They're going to have like, what's my minimum viable product that I could put out there that I'm going to test the waters and see, does this have see enough to see it. if it's worth continuing to make? Yeah. And the division well, I mean, one for all of its, for all of its, it was like the, the best selling IP Ubisoft had ever had, like out the gate. Yeah, it, the division in and of itself is is was a fantastic, fun experience in its core. Like the story oh, yeah. missions and the gameplay and how you would work through and earn and and loot and go through it was a really fun and well done experience. The world was beautiful. They they debuted their Snowdrop engine, which handles a ton of different things wonderfully. Um, in I, I had a lot of fun with that. The, the places that lost me in the division, the first one, were the Dark Zone. And I know you yeah. were different because you really liked the Dark Zone, but I hated well, the Dark Zone because... I, I, I liked the Dark Zone until like it was like the second or third update where yeah. like the, the, the meta got like... The, the meta literally became like this... Like it became the overreaching monster of of the game because in Division One, if you didn't have like a specific gun with the specific mods, like you were going to lose in the dark zone. Like literally, yeah. everyone in the dark zone had to have the exact same build 
or you were going it wasn't later until you could actually choose whether you wanted to be like a glass cannon which is like someone who has an insane amount of dps but not a lot of health because like you know you can choose what you want to pour stuff into um whereas with division two that all that stuff seems very much uh uh more equal across the board right well so for those of you that are that are unfamiliar again with the systems in the division the dark zone is is one as one of the mechanics of the game where you can go into a a pve slash pvp area mm-hmm. where you can encounter other players and you can choose to either engage them in a positive way or a negative way um and the justification for that is if you you are basically going into this dark zone that has contaminated loot items that are very high in value. And in yes. order to, to get those items, you actually have to call in a helicopter and extract them at an extraction point. And everybody can see that that's happening on the map when it's happening. So it's kind of a beacon for other players to come in and either try and mess with you and take your stuff because they can cut the rope and take your stuff or they can kill you and take your yep. stuff before you, before the helicopter comes and you extract it. Um, but that puts them in what's called a rogue state where they now have a bounty on their head. So there's a little risk yes. reward involved there because they can't see what loot you have. They just see that you have loot. Um, yes. But what happened hence, is that hence the, all the, the memes I'm going rogue where the right. girl then misses like her next 10 shots. Exactly. So <laughs> the, the cool thing about that was it created this really dynamic experience that was a lot of fun. And in, in the world, your main objective in the dark zone was actually engaging elite enemies that were really tough and, and cool areas and all that kind of stuff. So there was a lot of promise to the dark zone um, where the dark zone fell short for me was the dark zone was literally one huge area that had different, different subsections that were meant to challenge you at different levels. The problem yes. was, is that you could have a level 10 division agent going up against level 30 maxed out gear people that were just yeah. running around those early zones, even though they yep. had no loot that was relevant to them just to troll their players and be dicks. Well, that and like, yeah, they would actually just camp the door that you, cause yeah. so like yeah. in division for the dark zone, you actually go from the PVE section to the dark zone. And it's like a literal room that you have to walk through and go yep. into the other. And like, you know, if, if someone was feeling rather jerkish that day, uh, you know, they would just, they would literally camp behind something and just like kill people as, and, and the worst dumb. was like when it was like a, a, a less populated instance. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if there was no one in there to kill them while they were rogue, they could literally just camp those doors like an, for an hour. Sure. There's and, nobody and, to and, challenge like, you. Know, you. They would, they would build up 10, 15 minutes worth of rogue time. Um, but yet there's no one there to actually fight them and kill them. So they would get an insane amount of credits and XP, which right. only made them even more powerful. <laughs> exactly. So it was, it was again, a system that it was broken. That was broke a little bit in terms of, I think what they were intending it to be. I think that they envisioned that as people were higher levels, they would go and stay in the higher level areas and engage mm-hmm. other higher level players to get better loot and to take better loot from better players. But that's not what yeah. happened. So, Essentially, that was one of my main issues. Then they came out with a subsection mode called survival, which kind of puts you in a really extreme cold scenario and you had to to kind of run some routes and get some loot and, and yep. hug close to heat every so often so you didn't freeze and die. And that so was, was a pretty, cool, there was that a actually cool brought mode. the game back from the dead for a while. It did. And that was it. And then the last component of the game, so you have story of Dark Zone survival, and then you had incursions, which were the end game activity, yep. which were... A, a raid-ish activity. I I don't even want to call them like dungeon-esque because really they were more I, of like I horde would, mode. 
it was I like an advanced them, horde mode. Uh, well, yeah, I would I would say horde mode or very much like in Destiny, like kind of like a a a, a very Strike-ish. difficult strike. Yeah. yeah. So, like longer than a strike, but like it was very much more in that vein than an actual like raid with like like it had raid mechanics yep. kind of, but not a lot. So in the division two, they refined all of this and they said, Hey, we realized that the dark zone was a tough place to be and we want people to engage it and not be afraid of going in. We re- well, we realized that, that there's people that are going to grief and that's yep. part of, of what's going to happen in the game. So now when you go into the dark zone, the first thing they did was they normalized all armor and damage. So everybody does the same amount of damage with the similar weapons and you all have the same health. So no longer do you have a level advantage over other players. Now your, your items still retain their attributes. So if you have, you know, really good advanced items, you're still going to do better against other players, but you're not completely helpless. Like you were against high level players in the first one. It's great. Yeah. Great. First thing they did. Second thing they did uh, mm-hmm. is they actually addressed the door issue that boom pointed out by yes. putting automated turrets. turrets that the target rogue agents by yeah, the doors. So if you, and, and they have a far reaching capability as we have found, as I have found out uh, to where you, Oh really? Now? Yeah. Like, like if you get anywhere near that hot zone in your rogue, though they will trigger and will mess you up because they stun so you and won't. then they continue to hit you. Oh, so, so you, it actually you are double you screwed. Yeah. You are, you are done. Wow. So it's, it is not I a smart that. idea to, to be rogue and be by those doors. So which again, I thought was a really good addition. So it protects people coming in and leaving from the dark zone from being griefed. I like that as well. And then the last thing is they, they made being rogue a different type of objective. So you can still go rogue to, to, you know, attack other players and take their loot uh, or to cut the rope on their extraction and take their loot. But you can also be rogue by going to high tier areas, taking out um, PVE mobs and then opening up chests. Now, a lot of times these mobs will drop keys and you need multiple keys to open up these chests. Well, if you hack the chest and you and you uh, pick the lock on it, you still get the loot, but then you go rogue because you're, you know, triggering the system. And so if you do that, though, then the next thing that happens are there's there's a triangulation mechanic that shows up for you to get to this like like den and the den. If you can reach if you can get the triangulation enough, so you have to go around the map and and uh, um, like interact with these different points to get a better triangulation on where this den is, you do that enough. Then it shows you where the den is. You go to the den and then once you get to the den, it completely removes your rogue status, gives you some bonus loot, and then you're on your way. So you're not just having to outrun the timer of the, of the rogue anymore to get all the XP. If you get to the den, you actually get XP and all that kind of stuff too. So there's not as much of a, of an actual PVP focus to the dark zone, which I think is what really makes it incredible is that those interactions can can still happen. So when you see other players, you're like, so what's up, bro? You, you gonna? Well, I mean, it's we it, gonna do well, this. Uh, we're gonna dance. About the dark zone, but you don't have to one because, like, you know, you could actually like do these things together. But then it's you know, then you do that dance, right? Where you're just kind of looking at each other, like, am I gonna screw him over? Is he gonna screw me over? Or can we just kind of like? I loved like 
that dance of like you're both backing away but still looking at one another yep and then like you know eventually when you get far enough away like it's almost like a simultaneous like 180 and you both run the opposite direction yep and you both know you're probably going never. to different yeah, exactly you both know you're probably going to different extraction points to finally get it out of there mm -hmm. so there's like, really <laughs> yeah it's, it's there's a lot of really cool mechanics to the dark zone now and and they made it a lot more fun so i plan on spending a lot more time in the dark zone once i reach max, max level and i've done with kind of the world activities now the other thing that they did was they have have now introduced i think um instead of incursions they're kind of like legendary missions so when you beat the main yeah. story something happens in your world and now you have access to some of those same types of of big kind of strongholds i think is what they're called um, yeah. that you can run through at higher tiers and similar to what kind of <clears throat> games like diablo and now anthem have done a lot of the end game revolves around you making higher tiers of the world and upping your difficulty and rerunning yep. those things at higher difficulties to get better loot and to continue to, to make yourself more powerful. So it's got that never ending, not quite never ending grind, but there's, there's a lot more to continue to grind for. Well, I mean, it's that loot grind as well, right? Like, yeah, you know, that's, but that, that's, it that's... makes the focus, the loot grind. Oh yeah. And, and gives you reasons to keep going back by upping that difficulty and trying to yep. challenge yourself to do things at higher difficulties you know, than just grinding to max and then trying to find better gear within the confines of where, uh, of the world, right? And yeah. having to deal with all that crap that with no real way to do that other than just keep grinding out harder activities. Now mm -hmm. you have, all right, well, I, now I have gear. And if I have good enough gear, then I can chance it and up my difficulty to get better gear and, right. and maybe grind out and have that that higher level of difficulty that's driving me, not just doing the same activities over and over. So I thought that was yeah. a really cool um, mechanic and way to approach it as well. So, so overall, that's that's a good thing. The other positive well, thing, sorry, well, real I mean, quick, last thing, and I'll let oh, you let you have right. at it. The last go, thing go that I think it. that they've did that that is super cool, and again, this has been a trend now, is that they have decided that all of the content in the game is going to be free post-release. Yeah, not mad at that either. So everybody that's part of the community of the division now has has the access to the same stuff at the same time. And I think that that is a brilliant move. So whereas in the first one, it was all paid DLC drops that mm -hmm. you know you had to pay to access and then not everybody did and the community kind of suffered for it. So I think by going this route, there's there's adding more incentive to come back because you don't have to pay for that content. You already did. You bought the game. Yeah. Congratulations. So well, I mean, said, I, I think in that too, like, <laughs> you know, since since the first game did leave such a sour taste in like people's mouths, I think like this kind of this kind of, you know, content release is one of those things like they have to convince people to actually play this game again, because so many people were like, yeah, it's a decent concept. But like the game leaves me feeling kind of empty at the end of the day with Division One. And so I think like with this whole new like, yeah, like all all the all the content's free once you buy the game um is very much you know please come back uh but that being that being said like one of my favorite things about the game is kind of what you said where uh one of the main factors uh for me in the game that i i love is how difficult the games actually become now don't get me wrong like the first game was like very could be very difficult but it got very grindy 
uh, towards the end and people that, uh, you know, did Bullet King in uh, like the first week the game came out to grind for loot and literally got like all the legendary loot like within the first week the game came out, um, you know, it's not really going to matter to you, but I love that. Like, it's literally one of those things that you can't just like bully your way through the game. Now don't get me wrong. As you like level up, like you can definitely like make some, make some very riskier plays, but it's one of those things. Like if you don't take, if you don't actually play the game the way they've designed it, you're kind of going to get spanked on the butt and it's going to, you know, force you to be rezzed a whole bunch also like the fact that people get leveled up with you i i love that that way no one's really like, unless you're like an insanely higher level than your friends like you can still play together mm-hmm. uh, me and him have been playing together and i'm what four levels ahead of you Couple, roughly uh, yeah somewhere in that area something like that and like you know it, it does a decent adjo- uh, enough job of scaling to where like, you know, he gets knocked down a, a bit more, but it's also one of those things that, like, not so much to where it's just like, geez, this is, this is, this is just too much. Like, I just, I just don't want to play this anymore. And, right? oh, and you power I'll level me too. Like, yes. you're, you're, yeah, you kind of exactly. help to like, power yeah. level me by, by dropping that scales. higher to loot. So it, it's, it's a kind of a, a nice thing. So every once in a while. It does, it does a better job of actually, you know, making, forming a community to where, like, you actually want to play the game together and. Right and things like that so like in and that's i think where the first division still kind of failed like i said i i truly believe that all this stuff was supposed to be in division one but they just didn't have the time to actually make this game so they're putting all this stuff in division two sure and and i feel like you know all the mods are more geared towards like accuracy and stability instead instead of um actually towards like certain like damage or weapon damage types yep. whereas the gear is more geared towards like the, the weapon stuff. damage types and things like that so that like they they've reworked things in the end where you know like i said dark zone scaling scaling with your friends when you play multiplayer um all these systems are actually like really smart and and, and the difficulty in the game to where you actually have like that's my favorite yep. thing is like for a tactical shooter you actually have to be tactical like you know, you it's like, you know, I'm shooting, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm doing like the way we enter a room is literally I put out my seeker mind and then he hits him with the Kim launcher after the seeker mind explodes. So it's literally like yep. he's kind of finishing off what the seeker mind might not have, uh, you know, the seeker mind does like that, that, that installation damage. And then the Kim launcher like finishes everybody off. So I, I love that there is that like that teamwork aspect than there was before where you just went in, you know, division one, you just went in and just. You know, I've got the aug or the vapor, I'm or vector. I'm just literally going to melt everybody in the everything. room, and there's no need for nothing else, right? So, like, I like that the, I really like that everything has its place in the game now, um, which makes the game feel more well rounded. It makes everything feel like it's an option, which well, it, it definitely didn't have in the first. Not one. to mention the fact that there's a lot more options. So in the first oh, game, yeah. you had the chem launcher, which was basically to heal yourself. And you can yeah. heal yourself and others. And then you had the Seeker Mind, which you could equip. And I think you had another drone too, but I don't remember how the drone was used. It was, it was it's been yeah. a long time. So in this game, there's eight different pieces of equipment, like platforms of equipment that you can equip. So you've got you've got the the drone is back, the the chem launcher's back. There's a there's actually two different drones. So there's like a, a drone that you can equip with. Uh, a heal or or like uh some kind of damage yeah. and stuff like, that. like there's like there's a support drone but then there's something called the firefly which is like an attack drone 
that can but stealthily. That, that, that support drone is clutch. The support drone is, <laughs> is so nice. But so there's a support drone. There's the Firefly, which is more of a, a weaponized drone. There's the turret came back. The seeker mine is back. The chem launcher is there. The, they have something new called the hive, which is kind of like a kettlebell that does different yeah, stuff. Like you just kind of drop it and it does its work in an AOE kind of thing. Yeah, it's, it's pretty freaking nifty. Uh, and then they have a blast shield. And there's one more that I'm forgetting because I haven't used. Oh, the pulse. The pulse is back. The mm. pulse you don't have automatically, which you did in the first game. Um, the pulse you have to equip. And then you have the that ballistic shield, which you can yeah. equip. And all of those things have like three or four different modes that you can use them in and unlock. So there's a lot of there. And then the perks are back. The perks... I think are less impactful now, but they're, they're, they're used more of like a progression thing to like, Hey, unlock these things to help you level up faster. Hey, unlock these things to get some attachments, unlock these things to do different yeah. stuff. And and there's just a lot there. And then you dive into mods and there's so many mods because there's a mod for every single type of that equipment. There's mods for your gear. There's mods for your weapons. There's, there's a ton of paint skins. Now there's a ton of vanity items. So they've kind of really made this whole thing way more robust, but also mm. made it, like you said, to be more tactical. Not everybody has a heal. Not everybody is going to have yeah. the you know, a DPS. So you it helps you to have unlocked all of those things, but then to kind of coordinate and say, okay, well, if you've got Seeker, Seeker Mine with Blast, all right, well, I'm going to use the Oxidizer, and maybe somebody else is going to have some heals with the Kettlebell and, and whatever, so that way we have our bases covered and everybody has that role. Where yeah. before you kind of were a, you're a lone wolf jack of all trade kind of mm. kind of person, so then and that's not even talking about endgame. So the other thing about endgame and and we'll we'll kind of leave this as is kind of our rap thing. And yeah. you and I have have not have not experienced endgame yet outside no. of the demo, but the demo they not gave yet. us allowed us to to <clears> choose <throat> or to experience endgame a little bit, which is essentially you pick from one of a di of a few different specializations and that's things like long range, close range, you know, mm -hmm. kind of overall well-rounded and you, you specialize in certain weapons and then get certain different abilities, which only further segments you into that. Hey, we need a team to do this. Yeah. And, and that is where, again, the division is doing such a good job of, of helping you to coordinate with your friends and making that a fun experience to, mm -hmm. to do that and to kind of grind out those different specializations where, like yeah. you said, in the first one, it was all more about what weapons you have. Do I have this weapon? Does it have this mod? Okay. It's good. I'm going to melt everything. No, it doesn't matter what you have. So I'm, I'm really digging on how the division is approaching everything in this second go round. And I, like you said, I think this is going to be something that's going to be a staple for a long time, especially because free content, it's something we can continue to play with people. There's the level scaling. Yep. And I mean, as we all get to level 30, that, that are kind of growing up into the game right now, that's going to become even less of an issue. And it's really going to be oh, more yeah. about just having fun, hanging out, grinding for some gear, maybe up in the difficulty level a little bit and having fun. So, which I can't wait for. Like I, yeah, I'm, I'm this, this, this is probably my game of the year right now. Oh, like if I'm honest, really? like don't get me wrong. Like I love devil may cry. And I, I feel like Sekiro maybe you know it's it's already gearing up for that kind of run especially if it can just keep up with like the crazy story stuff but metro like it was up there too metro was great yeah like I, I i didn't get to finish metro yet so like you know i i like i'm one of those like i like to do game of the year for games i i completely finish that way you know sure. i have that full-fledged experience 
I think I'm going to restart Metro one day. It's, like I'm probably, I think like halfway through it. It's, it's, it's solid. It's really good. But the, the thing with the division guys, the last thing I want to leave you with is the number one question we get asked whenever we're playing the division is, should I buy this? Yep. <laughs> and so normally I don't like to like endorse anything. Yeah. I'm, but, I'm, I'm not one for like being like, spend your money on this. But like the thing I'll say is if you want, like if you bought the division one, like uh, this is what you probably wanted that game to be. If I'm, if I'm real with you. Mm -hmm. The thing that I'll say is, is there are multiple editions of the mm -hmm. game out there. Uh, and one of them does include a season pass. And you're like, but hey, Knight, I thought you said there wasn't a season pass. Or they're, yeah. they're, What I said is they're not charging you for the additional content, but they do have a season pass that you can get that unlocks things a few days faster. And there's uh, where you instantly have access to future specializations where I think you might have to work to unlock them a little bit um, more within the game. So what I was going to tell everybody whenever they ask me this is a similar thing. If you like the division one and you had fun with it, division two is a no brainer. It's fantastic. Yeah. That being said, don't feel like you have to buy the upper tier you no. know, packages I mean, or, or you're going to be at a disadvantage. You know, he received the, the base gold. game is plenty. Yeah. You receive what the, the, the gold, gold edition, edition yes. from, from mixer, from mixer. right? Like mm -hmm. I, I bought the standard edition and I genuinely feel like me and him have had the exact, exact same, same experience. experience. Mm hmm. I got, I think I got a blue weapon like to start early on, but it was only a level yeah. three. So again, it was like, okay, well, here's this nice thing to start. And I think I got some vanity items that were like, eh, okay. It, it really was like a, a kind of a nothing burger. And then, and then yeah. on top of that, the season pass itself is again, it's like a couple of days exclusivity. So we'll see when the new specializations come out, if that plays a factor in it, but right. it's 40 bucks for the season pass. I really don't see that being, worth it when you can still unlock and have access to all the content of the game on your own anyway, especially if you're putting time to the game, that should be no brainer to have fun and continue to work for it. So yeah, I, I honestly would just from an advice perspective is just stick with the standard edition. You know, you're, you're not going to be at a disadvantage at all. Just getting that. So I just wanted to throw that out there for people. So because a lot oh, yeah. of people are like, oh, should I get the gold or should I get this? And I was like, no. look, like if Mixer hadn't given me that code, I was literally had my my finger on the button to get the standard yep. edition. That's what I was going to do. Spend the 60 bucks, get the regular. Don't I, I see no need. Like the only thing I see that the $100 and like $120 edition got people is that you could play it three days earlier. Yep. And like, you know. Oh, well. I, I, he started playing it Tuesday. I started playing it that Friday and I'm still four levels ahead of him. So I'm it's, it's one of those things, things like, yes. you know, if you, <laughs> if, you deep, if you deep dive into the game and play it, like you don't need yep. all the extra stuff. Like, you know, that, like, unless you just want to pay for a couple days in advance, it's not, worth I, it. I just don't see the point. It's not there. So that being said, I think that is going to, to be it for this episode of boom the night again thank you guys so much for listening everywhere that you do yes. make sure that you follow us on your favorite podcasting platform because we literally are everywhere just do a search for boom in the night Should be. subscribe favorite rate love us all the things and life will be better um you can also follow us uh you follow fo watch the live sh recording damn it this is new watch the, the recording things, man on mixer.com slash retrofiz, which airs on Saturday, and then we'll rerun at various times throughout the week. Make sure that you are following both Boom and myself at our socials, which you can see 
you know, down in this area if you're watching, uh, but at Night Tide and at Boom Live TV on Twitter and Instagram and all the things, and then at Mixer.com and Boom Live and Night Tide. We'll, we'll get this right again. I was I was oh. so good at this at one point, and now I'm so bad because we have so many more things to, to add. It's it just never stops, but it's great. But that's it, guys. That does it for episode 38. Oh, my God, 38. We're that's so insane, close to 40. Dude. And make sure that you get into the new RetroFizz community discord and give us your questions for AMA next week. Do it. We love you.